Hello, and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. Before you listen to the episode, I want to share some information with you as well. We have just released our Raising Christian Kids Tips from the Expert video series that you can access on RaisingChristianKids.com. We have about 22 experts, and we intend to add more, and they share some really great information, tips, ideas, suggestions, and some of them have free resources. Edward Graham, who is Billy Graham's grandson, talks about how his family instilled the power of prayer and learning God's word through devotion time. And he also offers a free resource and he talks about legacy. So I hope you will tune in and listen to these experts and let us know what you think. And if there's an expert you'd like us to contact to get some information, we'd be happy to do that. We want to keep adding to the tips from the experts and bringing you information that helps you to raise your children to have a strong foundation in Christ. Now, listen to today's episode. Welcome to the Raising Christian Kids podcast. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate about helping children to have a strong foundation in Jesus. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and raise strong Christian kids. Welcome back, Raising Christian Kids. I'm so happy you're joining us today, and I'm so excited and thrilled to have Dr. Kathy Cook. I admire her work. Her books are phenomenal, outstanding resources. You have to get all of them and read them. I I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. Dr. Kathy Cook is the founder and president of Celebrate Kids Incorporated, and she's based in Fort Worth, Texas. She has influenced thousands of parents, teachers, and children in 30 countries through keynote messages, seminars, chapels, banquet talks, and other events. She is a regular speaker for CareNet, Summit Ministries, the Colson Center, Axis, and Teach Them Diligently. She is also a popular guest on Focus on the Family Radio, and she was featured in Kurt Cameron's movie, Connect, and she has published five books with Moody Publishers. Welcome, Dr. Cook. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Well, Leanne, it's a joy to be here. Thanks for that kind listing of what the Lord has allowed me to accomplish. I'm so grateful to him. And we're so grateful that he's let you accomplish this because your works are wonderful. They're helping parents, grandparents, ministry leaders, teachers, everybody who's raised in the next generation. You have to get these books. They're very beneficial, wonderful words of wisdom, godly wisdom. We need to change the trajectory of how we're raising our children. And so I, I highly encourage you get Kathy's material. So Kathy, can you please tell us about Celebrate Kids and your mission? Yeah, I would love to. So our mission is to partner with parents uh, to strengthen family relationships. So that's the first part of our mission. We want to come alongside. We don't want to replace parents. Obviously, that's not biblical. But we know that parenting is challenging. It's never been easy. It certainly is challenging today for a variety of reasons. And so we want to partner with parents primarily. We also work with teachers and you know the, the church leaders as well to strengthen family relationships because we know that family matters to God. And if we don't secure kids' hearts, you know, they won't listen to what a parent says. It, it's just so complicated. And then why do we do that? Why do we want to strengthen the family relationship? So that parents can help kids develop their unique gifts and talents. 
Leanne, you and I have so much in common and we believe so similarly about our kids. They're multi-talented, multi-interested, multi-able, multi-passionate, and uniquely gifted in advance that they would walk in their gifting. And the parent's joy is to discover that and then and then to equip the kids to live on purpose with intentionality. We're passionate that children would discover earlier rather than later why they are the who they are. Why did God choose that gift for them? And how can they use it on purpose in good and healthy ways? That's part of our passion. Absolutely. And so with Celebrate Kids, tell us about Celebrate Kids. You know, we do it through conferences that we promote under our Ignite the Family umbrella. We do conferences for women, eventually for men, for marriages, for multi-generational family units. We also, I'm, I'm hired to speak in churches and schools and do a lot of homeschool events. So if a church is interested in helping their parents develop greater parenting skills, they can hire me and Celebrate Kids will come in and do an event for them. And then we have a podcast as well and, you know, social media, just trying to be an influence because it is hard. And, and I agree with you that, you know, parents need to do it right. We can change the trajectory of a family and therefore a culture and therefore an entire country. Absolutely. Right now, since we're talking about Celebrate Kids, how can they connect to you to find out how you can come teach at their church or speak at their church or an event? Yeah, thank you. So CelebrateKids.com is our website, and they can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Celebrate Kids, Inc. They do need the INC on those platforms. In my last name, we should mention the spelled K-O-C-H. So if you look for my books at an online retailer, it's uh, Kathy Cook, but it's spelled K-O-C-H. And uh, we would delight to connect with people. We have an email newsletter that goes out every Friday. Our podcast is called Encouraged with Celebrate Kids. It would be fun for our listeners to discover you and your listeners to discover what we're doing at Celebrate Kids. Because again, we have a lot in common. Appreciate it. Yes, I, I love your podcast. And I'd love to listen when you're interviewed. You were uh, recently interviewed on Heidi St. John's podcast, and I listened to all of that. And I I encourage my listeners to go to Heidi St. John's podcast and listen to Dr. Kathy Cook on that podcast as well. So Mm -hmm. in your book, Start With the Heart, because we all know it starts with the heart. So your book, Start With the Heart, How to Motivate Your Kids to Be Compassionate, Responsible, and Brave. You list many positive character traits that I believe are essential for all who are raising the next generation and to emulate in order to help their children become Christ-like. A few of the traits, bold, brave, caring, confident, consistent, determined. I mean, there's so many traits that you listed. Can you please tell us what ways can the adults strive towards adhering to these virtues and how can they effectively live them out for their children to witness? I, I love that take on that because you know the book was written that parents would help their kids develop these qualities. But you're exactly right. The parents need to have the quality so that the kids will see the benefit of the quality. And again, if you and I believe that parents parents, then we need to be as strong as we can be. So great question. You know, the, the Sunday school A plus answer is that we should pray for ourselves, right? You know, Absolutely. but to be humble, you know, and to pray boldly that. The, the, we would be obedient to the Spirit's guidance if we are sinning and have a blind spot. Oh, I pray that God would let us know that we would walk not in that unhealthy brokenness, but that we would walk upright on the narrow path, um, be strengthened in the word. And I know for me, when I'm struggling with the character quality, to go to the foolish and the wise one in the Proverbs, to read, you know, fruit of the Spirit, but to take it very seriously, 
patience and goodness and kindness. And what does that mean? And then, you know, to know Jesus, because, you know, you made a very good point that we are to become like Christ. Christ-like character is ought to be a, a different marker for the believer. So come on, could I just recommend that we always go to the Gospels and make sure that we know who this Jesus is, not just a Savior, uh, praise God for that, but Lord of our attitudes and our actions, our attitudes and our choices. I think that's compelling. And you know what, Leanne, we need to want more for ourselves. I yes. want to say to every parent and grandparent, every adult listening, right? We, want, we need to want more for ourselves. I, I'm terrified by settling on the plateau. And, and maybe that comes across a little bit too strong, but, you know, I was a university professor. I had earned tenure and then I quit. No one does that. But tenure scared me because it gave permission to people to become satisfied. And I, and I don't want to be a oh. dribble in a cage. And I'm not saying that we need to be, you know, constantly, you know, working up a lather because we're so concerned we're not good enough. Oh, I praise God for the grace and mercy from our Lord Jesus. But I also, on the opposite hand, you know, I don't want us to be satisfied. So let me stop there in case you'd like to comment. And then I can I can add uh, two more golden nuggets to that. But what do you think of that idea that we should want more for ourselves, including more Christ-like care? Absolutely. Well, because, you know, First Peter says we're to supplement our faith with virtue. So it's not only, you know, the Ten Commandments, Bible stories, Bible verses. It's also virtues. These virtues come from Christ. If you want to be Christ-like, you have to be virtuous. You have to have compassion, humility, understanding, empathy, sympathy. You have to have all of that. And so I think it's really important that our parents learn how to grab those characteristics, those virtues themselves, live them out. And, you know, you can do that through role play. And I say, maybe take one virtue that day and role play that out during the day with your child. Look for ways that you can show humility in your speaking and your actions and your words. So I think it's so important. I agree with you 100%. Don't settle. We have to keep growing. That's what, you know, sanctification is. It's growing to be more like Christ-like. And I think that the sooner we teach our children how to forgive, okay, and not to be self-centered, boy, the, the sooner we can, those, just those two principles allows everything else to come into formation and in line with God's word because we're forgiving and we're not putting, we're not being a self-centered. We're putting others first and that's being Christ-like. No, that's so good. And let me just add that, you know, I'm grateful that when God forgives, he's able to forget that we were ever in his presence, admitting our choice. And I know that we're not God and forgetting is really hard. And yet I want to say to our parents that, Beginning the day by saying to your son, man, I hope your attitude is different today. That's, that doesn't sound like forgiveness to me. Right. When you say that you have forgiven your child for hateful things that were said or done, I don't think you start the day with a negative comment. Although I understand that your heart would be, man, I really hope that Jeremiah's attitude is different today, but I don't think you say it in such a way to remind him of his sin. I don't think that helps. I don't think that's grace and mercy. So let's find a better way. So we see our kid within the first 15 minutes of the day being agreeable and gentle and kind and joyful and other centered when he poured a glass of juice for his sister. Then we thank him and we compliment him rather than reminding him of, no, yesterday you could have done that. No, don't, don't, we don't need to go there. No, that you don't want any negative connotation. Negativity is from the devil. It's not from God. So I always believe, you know, be positive, look for the goodness in everything that your child does, even if it's something very small, don't overlook that. And we, uh, parents tend to get so busy during the day, but they forget to look for that. They see one little thing 
Don't overlook it. Mention it to your child. Reinforce that positive behavior. The more you acknowledge the goodness in them, the more good they'll be, the more good things they'll do, kind things. So what do you think are the biggest obstacles for parents who are trying to raise their children to have a strong foundation in Jesus? And what can they do to overcome these obstacles? Yeah, another great question. You know, maybe negativity is something we could come back to, Leanne. You know, I think that if we're pessimistic and negative, as we look at our children, we call out of them the negative rather than calling out of them the good that we know the Lord has placed there. So perhaps that becomes a challenge. And I understand the, the role of parent. You, you do have a responsibility for the red pen. You, you have been called by the Lord to, to partner with him in the raising up and the nurture of these kids. So we need to call out their strengths and we need to point out their weaknesses. But I think if we become really negative in our orientation, it doesn't endear them to the things of the Lord. And that would be an obstacle. Certainly busyness. We could talk all day about the busyness. But you know what, my friend? It's priorities. Yes. It's priorities. As long as we've been alive, we've had 24 hours in the day. Yes. When it was the 1800s and they were in their, you know, wagons going across America, there were 24 hours in a day. That has never changed. What has changed is opportunity and praise God for the choices we have. And yet, oh my goodness, it can be so overwhelming to have us involved in too many things, our kids involved in too many things, you know, the priority of a social media feed rather than the people in the room. And I'm not opposed to social media. You and I are all there, but it's again, the priority And then I'll I'll say one other obstacle that children have told me. So I I would go back to, you know, negativity, busyness, priorities. Do we, do we take seriously that we only have a few years to raise up kids to understand the things of the Lord and all that. And so coupled with that, let me say that I think a huge obstacle that does not allow children to have a firm foundation is we tell and we yell and we don't teach. Yes. We tell kids what we expect and it might come from a very sincere place. We yell at them when they don't meet that objective. And kids say, Dr. Kathy, they tell me what to do and they think that helps. I wish they would teach me how. Yes. And Absolutely. so uh, we need to understand that sin comes easy. <laughs> and uh, sadly, you know, we can laugh about it, but it's not funny. And, you know, a strong foundation in Jesus. Well, we know that because we have that and we know the difference it makes. That doesn't come naturally to a young child who's just met the Lord or is still trying to figure out if Jesus is real for them. And so for us to teach what it feels like, looks like, what it is, the kinds of decisions that come alongside of a person who wants a strong foundation in Jesus. So to teach, to explain, to demonstrate the contrast of this is what it is, this is what it isn't, to model it, to coach it, I can go on and on, but to not tell and yell. That will not get kids a firm foundation in the things of the Lord. No, it shuts them down. I I really believe parents are parent coaches. We're coaching them through life. We're their we're their number one coach. We're to walk beside them and guide them and encourage them. If they ha- if they fumble, we need to pick them up and dust them off and say, "Hey, let's try this again." They're going to want to try harder. If you yell, they're going to retreat. They're going to withdraw, and you're not going to get ahead. You're not going to get ahead of the game. You're not going to win the touchdown yeah. for Christ. Parents need to be coaching their children also in life in general. So please tell us about your books and anything else you'd like to share. Yeah, I appreciate that so much. So in this book that we're talking about, Start With the Heart, there's a chapter actually about being a teacher, coach, cheerleader, and referee. 
So totally agree, Leanne, that we've got to coach our kids. And when you coach, you break down complex tasks into minuscule pieces and you rehearse that minuscule piece over and over again until they get good at it. So yeah, my books are written primarily for parents. They're practical, engaging. I'm very, I think I'm specific. People tell me that they really appreciate how practical I am. So Five to Thrive is a book about the core needs that everybody can read. That book's not just for parents. Start with the Heart, great book about character and motivation. Eight Great Smarts, how to raise kids to be smart with their smarts and how to develop their entire intelligence. A Screens and Teens, a book about how technology will change their behavior and their belief system. That's a must read in my humble opinion. Absolutely. I just finished it. Oh, thank you. And then No More Perfect Kids, the book I wrote with Jill Savage, is about knowing your children and raising your children to become who they were created to be, not who you wish they were, which is never going to work. You talk about breaking a kid, that'll do it. Yeah, I I love your books. I've read all of them now. I just finished. I, I read so many books because I believe we need to educate ourselves so that, you know, we need to know God's word. We need to supplement our knowledge with the virtues and how to teach children and also read these these important books that I say the people who are the brightest in children's spirituality, they've written these books. You can learn from these books. Dr. Kathy's books are wonderful. I highly suggest it. And is there any last thing you'd like to share? Leanne, keep up the good work. I just I just want to affirm you. I've I'm really glad we've met and I very much appreciate the research foundation of your ministry and how hard you do work to understand what is going on. So I just, again, you know, just keep it up. And all of our parents, no shame or blame for yesterday, but hope for tomorrow. If, if we said something today that's caused you to worry or be concerned or have any self-hatred even, please lift that to the Lord and reject that as being from the devil. You are only responsible now to use what you know. And we'll be praying that if we said something wise, you'll be able to put that into practice to the Lord's success in your life. Yes. And reach out to us, reach out to to Dr. Cook or myself. If you have any questions, if there's anything you need to know more about the books or anything at all, that's her and I, we live to do this. We live to equip and empower parents to raise this next generation, have a strong foundation in Christ. Thank you, Dr. Cook. Thank you so much, Leanne. I appreciate you. And you have a wonderful, blessed day and and keep writing. Thank you. I am. You too. And let's continue to work together to raise strong Christian kids. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.